Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian. The un- oh my god, that went off a little, a little quicker than I expected it to be. But I am the unbiased king, uh, <laughs> Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And uh, also with me on Discord, it is the man, the myth, legend, the tank top sage. It's Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's good, Chris? I miss Samurai 8 only sometimes. Um, <laughs> what's up, everybody? Well, that's an interesting way to start the show. Uh, <laughs> why do you yeah. miss it? It's true. What? Why do you miss it only sometimes? Because I, I don't miss it that much. There's times, there's every once in a while, I'm like, yeah, it was cool. Maybe I miss the memories of... of of when we was first starting the pod and covering the Samurai 8. Yeah. Those were really good times. Those were really good times. Um, but also joining us, it is uh, my brother, it is my producer, it is Edgelord. Big news, Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, we're back. We're early. A rare uh, Sunday nighter at the time of this recording. Very excited to get into it. Uh, we only have a couple of manga to talk about, so uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an E N, not I N G. And that's on Twitter. You know what's crazy? What? I think I've been giving the wrong Twitter name this whole time. What? What's your? What's the right one? I think it's at New Jump City Josh on Twitter as well. Oh, did you change it? I think so. Nice. <laughs> well, I don't. I'm never. I'm barely on Twitter, so it's. That's true. I'm also barely on Twitter, but follow me anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, follow us anyway. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It just. It just feels Here's nice. You know. Instagram's where it's at, guys. Pull up. That's true. Um, and a YouTube. <laughs> Brian, where can and they find Spotify's you? And Spotify's and shit. Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> Brian, where can they find you? You can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, we did it this, t- this time as well. You thought you got me, but you didn't. I have a really good chapter of the week poll that just ended that we... We'll announce the winner for. Very excited for that. So take part next week. Uh, usually comes out about uh, a couple hours after the official release on Sundays, where you guys get to vote for your favorite chapter, and we read it on the show. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can email us at newtopcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, and um, we'll get to it at some point. <laughs> um, so check us out on that. Uh, you can, uh, or you can comment. Please comment on the videos if you're watching on YouTube. Let us know what you think about the manga, about the show, about anything. Uh, and uh, subscribe while you're at it. Give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a share, share the whole thing. Let's uh, let's grow this podcast into something cool. Uh, you, if you prefer audio podcasts, of course, we are on every single audio platform that you can think of. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. So check us out on that. Leave us a five-star review. Uh, the audio version of the podcast usually comes out first, so that's a little incentive for you guys if you guys want to subscribe on there. And that's it. That's it for the sh- uh, for the plugs. Uh, let's get into the show. One Piece. This is One Piece. Oh, what? One Piece. <laughs> 
This is uh, One Piece chapter 1061, Future Island, Egghead. Uh, cover panel update. Uh, the the Vinsmoke siblings have escaped with Niji and Yanji, uh, Caesar Clown in tow. Uh, and I guess everything is good with them. Uh, we'll probably see a little bit more uh, in the coming weeks for what this means for the overall story. I'm sure it will mean a lot, uh, especially yeah. considering <clears throat> what's coming here. Uh, but let's get into the show uh, chapter proper. Uh, last we left off, the Straw Hats were just sailing, talking about the news with Sabo and uh, Buggy and all that stuff happening. Um, when they came across this giant eddy, which is like, I guess, an upstream water tornado thing um, that uh, seemed to have been like heading right towards them. They cut through it and inside is uh, the 11 Supernova uh, Jewelry Bonnie. Uh, who is in her child form because her fruit allows her to age and de-age herself at will. Um, Chopper got blown away and Luffy jumped up to go catch him. So, you know, there's just like a lot of chaos going on. They're trying not to fucking fall into the water. Um, meanwhile, on the ship, as the other uh, crewmates are just like, what the hell's going on here? Uh, down below, the Straw Hats are revealed to be directly above a giant fucking weird shark thing. Uh, it comes out and we see a better look at it. It's a little more mechanical than it looks, you know, like some kind of weird shark machine. Um, and, you know, they're just trying to get away from it because this shark is attacking them. It This shark robot shoots a fucking torpedo, like several torpedoes at the ship, causing it to fly outward. Um, and everyone falls off of the ship into the water. Uh, Jinbei manages to save... Uh, Luffy, Chopper, and I believe this is... Oh, yeah, Jewelry and Jewelry Bonnie. Uh, so pretty much most of the involved Devil Fruit users, uh, Jinbei manages to save. Um, it's a very good move for him. And he manages to escape. This shark thing um, is aiming for the rest of the crew that is uh, near the ship. Um, and it's about to go after him, but then it is stopped by a giant fucking mech that's underwater. Uh, and it punches this shit so hard uh, and with a 100% true blue rocket punch. Rocket to punch! Get punching your face! <laughs> I feel like we never get to use that drop, so there it is. Not in a legitimate way. Um, so, yeah, the, the Straw Hats are underwater and they're uh, in a bit of a bind. Uh, at that point, we cut over to the Naval Branch G14, where we see the kids from Punk Hazard uh, getting treated uh, by Tashigi. She's there as well. Um, we meet the Vice Admiral Dahl, that is the commander of the base. Um, and she's talking about how she's getting real sick about of uh, this Helmeppo kid. Um, and she's like, Oh, man! Oh, boy! <laughs> And uh, she's like, yeah, he gets one of those, right? He she, he gets a, he gets an old man. Oh man, my wire is weird. Okay, better. Okay, sorry, I was cutting out for a minute. Um, so yeah, Kobe. He we see that Helmeppo and this girl named Hibari, who's a naval HQ commander herself, is all. They're both just begging the. Uh, rear admiral and uh, you know I guess admiral of uh, vice admiral of G14 to go with them to save Kobe on uh, Pirate Island, which is also known as Full of Lead, uh, because there's just so many um, fucking 
<laughs> it's just pockmarked from constant shootouts. Uh, yeah, you know what time they are. Yeah, it's uh, this is part of the war on the in the Bronx, <laughs> basically. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, he's begging these Marines to go, and they're like, "Why would we go there? That's where Blackbeard is. He's a fucking Yonko, bro. We don't even know." Uh, he Helmeppo mentions that they're actually close to Egghead, um, and they could take the Seraphim over there which we don't well i guess we'll learn what that is later but um so this admiral you're, you're talking about the seraphim the seraphim yeah seraphim are the little warlord kids oh really that's what they're called yeah that's what they're called oh, i actually didn't know that um all right well <laughs> the warlord kids which um, makes me wonder if those um if there's so they have to have multiple seraphims spread out across the world because the ones that were I don't think the ones that they have are the are the Mihawk and um what's it called one? Like the and Boa. the Boa Hancock one. It has to be like the some other warlord seraphims. Yeah, theoretically they could have a Doflamingo and a Moria one. So Yeah, so maybe that's probably the ones they have, which would be sick. Yeah, it would be the sick. return of Doflamingo. Yeah, they could, in theory, have a crocodile one. Um, they could have a Jimbei one, <laughs> honestly. Now that I'm thinking about it, a law one. They could have a bunch of them. Anybody who's ever been a warlord, they could have that. Um, Blackbeard one? A Blackbeard one. Although I doubt it for some reason. Uh, in any case, they, they reveal that they can't even make contact with Drake at this point. So, you know, there's nothing they can do. Kobe's fucked. <laughs> he's he's left behind. It's not uh, viable for them to go on to Pirate Island right now. Um, at that point, we cut over to uh, where Luffy's team is, which is basically him, Jimbei, and Chopper, and of course Jewelry Bonnie. Uh, they made it to 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 shore, um, and they're basically talking for a little while. There's a really cool moment where like Bonnie asks him uh, ask Luffy about his uh, bounty poster. And um, she's like, "Why? what the hell's going on? Why is your hair white and all that stuff? And he's like, well, that's what I look like when I'm free. And I think that's a very interesting thing to say. Um, yeah. I'll get into it when I get into my thoughts, I guess. But uh, I, I really, I, I thought that was interesting in a weird, minute kind of way. Um, so, yeah, Jimbe asks about her crew and her ship. And um, Jewelry's like, I'm alone. That metal monster ate my ship. Um so she doesn't even have a crew with her. Um, yeah, did it eat her own crew? I don't no, know. No, just her ship, right? Yeah, from what I understand, Jewelry Bonnie was on uh, was in the Reverie alone. So I don't even know if her crew went with her. Um, but in any case, um, Luffy is just like, let's go look for a restaurant because I'm starving. Uh, and Jewelry is Bonnie is like, there's there's no fucking restaurant here. This is a government island. And uh, she explains that they are currently on an island called Egghead, uh, which is a place 500 years in the future. And it's the island and it's the uh, island base of Dr. Vegapunk. Uh, so, yeah, pretty big idea. Uh, Julia Bonnie seems to have a beef with him, as we know, <laughs> as far as we know. Uh, so she is mm. I, I guess she's going to give him a piece of her mind. 
Um, we then cut over back to the Straw Hats back on the Thousand Sunny, the giant robot that saved them from the uh, mechanical shark before, ascends from the water, holding them, uh, and, you know, <laughs> Frankie and Usopp and I guess uh, Karibu are all freaking out. Karibu, the crew member! Yeah, the new crew member, Karibu. Uh, they're all freaking out about this. Uh, That's like, right, Brian. They're like, giant robot! And then the giant robot opens its chest uh, to reveal someone controlling it inside. Um, and they're like, hmm, why isn't it possible to control the urges of living creatures? Hmm. Um, Frankie says, like, I don't know who that is, but thank you for saving us, whoever you are. And um, th and uh, the woman inside says that the only thing I um, ordered the Mecha Shark to do was recon and report. Uh, don't want it to eat anything because no valuables are left behind. So I didn't want it to attack you guys, but it just did for some reason. And uh, she says, she says like, now just a moment, filthy pirates. Who said anything about saving you? I'm just a humble genius hired by the government. You can call me Dr. Fucking Vegapunk. Oh, no. She's an op. She's an op. <laughs> Well, Not Dr. Vegapunk. Yeah. Uh, so we finally meet her. Uh, the the elusive Dr. Vegapunk. Um, Wait. Dr. Vegapunk was always a woman? Yeah, looks like it. Didn't he not call... What? Wasn't he a, a male, an old man? I don't know. We never see... This is the first time we've seen Vegapunk. They never referenced gender-wise, like he or they? That's what or... I was thinking. I'm when I first read this, I was like, "Hmm, did they ever reference like in could terms this be of his daughter? Pronouns? Maybe it could be. It could just be Vegapunk. Maybe yeah. Maybe he fucked the fridge. You know, um, <laughs> gave it a robot vagina. And, and had if, her. if you look at what she's wearing, it says Punk Two. So this could be just a new body for him or something. Oh, well, he can transfer consciousnesses into robot bodies. So. We, as we've seen with Kuna, Kuma to a degree. So it's entirely possible. Or Vegapunk could just be a woman. Right. <laughs> so or it could be it could be Vegapunk like talking to them through a robot as well. So there's that. Yeah. Well, we'll find out next week. Uh, oh, well, not next week. Uh, One Piece is off next week. But we will find out in two weeks. But until then, um, Josh, what did you think about One Piece chapter 1061? Oh, um, uh, RGC. Whoa. Yeah. It's actually my RGC as well. Brian? Oh. I'll RGC it. <sighs> you, you better, man, because well, we'll get into that later. Well, that uh, also means that the audience voted this as well as their audience really good harmonic chapter. convergence oh yeah. respect on one piece's name yeah i mean black clover was notably absent this week so yeah well you know there's <laughs> four other series too so yeah i mean three undead, other i guess technically uh undead unluck came in second very close actually mm. so you know but one piece won this week making this a uh harmonic really good chapter of the week um i'm gonna play the unified one though because I still haven't figured out a good uh, unified uh, harmonic convergence, really good chapter of the week. So good for us. 
Unified RGC. Unified RGC. You don't got the harmonica, man. Just one. That shit was fire. <laughs> Look at that, all on one piece. That's crazy. What the? I don't even remember the last time we had a harmonic convergence at RGC. Let me see. It's been a minute. Oh, it was One Piece. It hey. was One Piece again. Hey, look and at then us. it was Jujutsu Kaisen. All right, so One Piece got it twice. Jujutsu Kaisen has it once. Mm -hmm. right. Two very deserving important. ones. <laughs> um, all right, Josh, what did you think about this? What and One Piece got it before, back in February fifteenth of two thousand twenty-one. It's pretty good record keeping, to be honest. Yeah. And that's as far back as it goes. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. I'm just going to give it to y'all as, as I start from the chapter, right? Random shit that came to my mind. I was wrong about so many things in this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> we all were. As I was actively reading it. <laughs> we all You were. know, not like theory-wise or nothing. I just, every time I expected something, I was wrong. So... Uh, let's start off with what I thought was a fucking uh, sea king or whatever. What are they called? Sea lords? Oh, yeah. Fish ne gods. Neptunians. Huh? Neptunians. Oh. Hmm. Sure. Okay. I thought that was a Neptunian. And I don't know. I think lore-wise, Neptunians are super dope. It just always means a, it's always a big deal if you see a Neptunian. I think so. Just, just, just how my mind works with the One Piece. It is a big deal. But I didn't, I didn't notice that it had, like, robotic features until they said, "Oh, it's a shark, but it looks like a robot. It's, it's too big for that." And made of man. I was like, "Really? They don't have? Aren't Neptunians that big? Right? They, no? they're, they're usually pretty massive." This thing is actually massive. Look how big it is compared to the ship. Yeah. I really wasn't paying attention. It also says Vegapunk on the side of it. Yeah, I noticed that now. I actually did notice that. Vegapunk does but, work with the Marines, right? Yes. Um, I actually, for Axe Whooping of the Week, I want to um, give at least a nomination <laughs> to the shark beating, like, what the shark did to the Sunny. Yeah, I mean, no I, think we could, I think we could do it like RGCs where each one of us has an individual ass whooping of the week. <laughs> so this is Josh's ass whooping of the week. <laughs> That's my nomination. <laughs> that brother go. All right. Uh, what else? What else? I thought it was really cool seeing Jinbei jump into the water to save the crew. I mean... I guess it wasn't much of an issue before until it was recently. It's just, it's just, it's just brilliant to have a fishman on the crew, and you know, with people who have devil fruits in case, since they're at sea, you know what I mean. Yeah. If someone could jump in there and, and rescue their lives, or just help them out in a sea battle in the first place. Oh, speaking about being wrong, when the robot pulled up to fight the shark, I automatically assumed that was um frankie's robot and i was like yeah uh, let's go frankie what you you came prepared he was like nah i'm not letting what I, happened to the last time they fought somebody in the you world? know what i think you're right. cracking i first of all i agree with you especially because it, this robot also has has a star on it and it's like frankie's yes thing. so i was like frankie, the, big, let's the go. big forearms too this screams frankie yeah for sure 
Um, but what were you saying? What was your question? Uh, I don't remember. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I guess it wasn't that serious. It was nice to see Tashiki. I remember talking quite an amount of shit about <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, because uh, we haven't seen her in so long. I wondered if she even existed as a character. This is further evidence uh, stacked on a mountain of said evidence, proving that Oda, amongst other manga uh, Shonen Jump art- uh, authors and artists, listened to this podcast. So stay in tune with us, guys. You're in the, you're in the right place. Anyway, um, yeah, so Tashiki pulls up, and I don't really, I don't care about none of that. I really don't, so I'm not going to give any Man, thoughts. Fuck um, these kids. I really don't. It was nice to see the kids. Man, fuck them kids. Um, <laughs> Jewelry Bonnie. Nice fan service, Oda, and I mean it. I'm not saying that sarcastically. <laughs> this was nice. Nice. I'm glad they didn't keep her as a child. That would have been weird. I don't like that. We've all established, right? It's just no. Nope, yeah, we have established. Not necessary. We don't need a child handmaiding. Well, maiden. It's okay. I'll say this: Oda doesn't necessarily sexualize minors like some manga do. No, not nice. necessarily. So, which is nice. Which is uh, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Pay pay attention, future creators. Yeah. Less of that shit. Anyways. Um, I was surprised to see Vegapunk. I'm sure one of us called it out, right? Didn't one of us say maybe they're going to Vegapunk's island? No, we were all like, they're going to Elbath. This is the one thing that we yeah. were incredibly wrong about. We were like, they're going to Elbath. We were all wrong. Um, yeah. And she lives on, all right, Vegapunk lives on Egg Island, right? Egghead. Come on, man. That's the name of the chapter, dude. Oh, man, whatever. All right, Egghead <laughs> Island, you got it, Chris. Mm. You got it, Oda. I think Brian was right. This this thing is probably a robot. Look at the antenna coming up out of its, the side of its head. That's on purpose. He did that for a reason. And robots need helmets, too, sometimes. That's why she's holding it on the side. And notice the forearms? Oh, wow, yeah. Robot, for sure. I see big four. Well, there's no reason that Vegapunk could also be a cyborg like Frankie. This is a, this is something broadcast in his words. That's my guess. I'm going with another prediction. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, for us, that's pretty and ballsy. Partially male chauvinist, I guess, because I can't accept that Vegapunk's a woman. I don't care about that, really. I don't, that'd be cool. I just think Brian, what Brian, when Brian said that, I was like, oh, yeah, right, probably. Why would he just be out there? Unless he's like Iron Man or something. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. What did you think, Brian? <laughs> Let's stick out to you. It was cool to see, uh, like, Vegapunk or Vegapunk, like, style thing happening. Um, it's really been a long time coming. You know, we we've, haven't we've seen Vegapunk since the start. And now we finally get to see, like, his fucking brilliant ingenuity that we've been alluded to this entire time. Because, like, they've said that his, like, technology and his creations have been, like, decades ahead of uh, its time, you know? Like, um, so we finally get to see, like, what inspires Frankie and, um, you know, have probably a Frankie-centric arc 
uh, possibly as well, um, being that they're on Vegapunk's island now. I just wonder what's going to be, like, if Vegapunk's going to be the villain of this arc. Like, I don't know who's going to be the, the antagonist. Um, but we'll we'll see. That's um, this was a nice little, you know. There was some lore dump in it. It was nice to see uh, Helmeppo and uh, trying to trying to hang out with his, trying to save his boy. Um, wait, are they implying that Sabo, not Sabo, that um, what's his name? Kobe. Kobe is on this island. No, he, they're saying that they want to go to. Uh, to Egghead to pick up the Seraphim to go save Kobe. Oh, because they know he's on Pirate Island. They know he's on Full of Lead. So they, Helmepo saying that we should go to Egghead to pick up the Seraphim and take them. Oh, I see. Okay, now I understand. So that could be a potential villain. You know, just the the Vegapunk and his Seraphim. Yeah. Um. What else you got? It was nice to see um, Jinbei kind of showing his uh, experience and uh, and his um, like his metal. Like this dude was fucking calling shots when everything went to chaos. He was like, "All right, you do this, you do that. I'm gonna go save these motherfuckers." <laughs> You know, make yeah, sure like everybody's that. safe. Like they, like he, he was delegating. He was like calling shots. He was like, he was like a third in line fucking captain right there. Um, so it it, it was pretty nice, pretty nice to see. Um, he is number three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think there's probably... and was the captain of his own crew. Yeah, he's been a captain before, so there's that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I. I don't have much more to say. This is just a classic One Piece chapter that that really just set everything up perfectly for for the next few chapters ahead. So sucks that it's on break next week um, because I fucking hate when they do that. Yeah, always end on some flame and then fucking give us a little a little shove back. But um, I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, he's made a career of it. Yeah, we're out here. What about you? We're out here like, oh, One Piece is going to end in five years. Well, not when Oda's taking breaks every other week. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Get on it. Um, I uh, I have a, f- uh, a few thoughts about this that are kind of interesting. I mentioned way back um, when we were talking about uh, Luffy and Bonnie on the, uh, on the shore of Egghead. And um, Bonnie noting that she noticed that Luffy's hair is white and, uh, you know, his, his different uh, appearance in his wanted poster. Uh, and Luffy mentions that, you know, he's like, oh, that's what I look like when I'm free. And I I think that's like a very interesting thing, uh, a very interesting take on that kind of like trope of the power within on One Piece. You know, like every manga has that character, you know, the protagonist mm-hmm. with like something inside them, some kind of deity, some kind of being. You know, we have one for all. We have the Ninetale Fox. We have the Hollow. Uh, and Luffy has Nika, but... The thing about Nika is that, like, it's still Luffy just using the abilities of a deity. It's not like Nika resides within his body. And I think it's very interesting that Luffy is not is like cognizant of Gear Five, um, and cognizant of the general idea of Nika. He may not even know that it's Nika necessarily. 
he just probably sees this as a form of the gum gum fruit because nobody's told him yeah that it's nika he called it gear five that's probably all he knows yeah this so, is the next yeah it's interesting to see luffy just kind of like it's very in line with his character to really just embrace it and just to kind of like this is what i do now <laughs> this is just like how i feel this is me at my best potential you know um I just think it's very interesting that he's like very aware of it, even though they haven't discussed it at all. Like he hasn't talked about Gear Five with anybody. So I'd like to see more of what he thinks about Gear Five in general and like how that affects him, his disposition. But I think like something about Gear Five may have changed him a little bit inside, like giving mm -hmm. him a little more confidence and assurance, you know. I think that's interesting. Um, obviously the reveal of Vegapunk is a big deal. Um, whether there's Be Vegapunk or not, I'm just going to talk to talk about her as if she is, because that's all we know. Um, because I don't want to be wrong later and be like, this is Vegapunk. <laughs> uh, and a woman can be Vegapunk. Okay. Uh, sure can. So, you know, uh, obviously this, uh, has big implications for, the future of the series a lot of lore is actually connected to vegapunk so we could get a, a huge lore dump in this in this arc um you know because vegapunk is said to be known to know what the devil fruits really are uh he may know like the secrets of why they how they came to be um and why are they fruits and all that stuff uh the inner workings of devil fruits so we could possibly get some big reveals on that front uh, we could probably get big reveals in terms of Kuma because we know that Vegapunk works for the military, but she also seems to have like this this chaotic side to her where before Kuma went down, uh, Kuma asked her to give her to give his robot one last order, which was to protect the Straw Hat ship during the time skip. If she was fully on the Marine side, I don't see her doing that. So. I feel like there's uh there's definitely something there to say that like I think Vegapunk is I guess leaning more towards helping the Marines but if she if she sees fit she'll do whatever she wants. Uh but very interested she to better see. She got to relax cuz Zoro will slice that robot in fucking half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how much she'll actually be uh an an enemy here. I don't think she's going to be a, a villain necessarily. I don't know. I, we know nothing about Vegapunk. So, you know, we just know that she's brilliant and, uh, she's like ahead of her years. Uh, on one front, I guess the last thing I'll say, we were wrong, I guess about, um, the, uh, <laughs> Elbaf coming directly next. We're probably Egghead's probably going to be like a mini arc in the same mm -hmm. way that punk hazard was where, you know, it's probably going to be a prelude to a bigger arc that comes after maybe Elbaf, but um, I'm excited for this. And uh, Brian mentioned the prospect of a Frankie-centric arc coming up. I would be so ecstatic. Oh, I, man, that would be so cool. Personally, Frankie is like, he swims between the top five favorite Straw Hats for me. Um, even like top three, even. Whenever Frankie has like a cool moment, it's always one of my favorites. So he probably had one of my favorite fights in all of Wano. Uh, so I'm excited to see if that's a thing. <laughs> I would love to see more Frankie. I feel like he's underused. 
uh, as a character. Um, speaking of Frankie, I guess this is a sort of a rebuttal, but really just a question of a history. Um, who was Frankie's mentor? Tom, the guy who built uh, Gold Roger's ship. Ah, okay. And Tom was acquainted with Dr. Vegapunk? I don't think so. What's their connection? No, he was just a, from what I understand, and this is all I know about Tom, is that he was a fishman that lived in Water 7. He was just a really talented shipwreck. Uh, he he yeah. just built really, really nice ships. So I don't think he had any particular connection to Vegapunk. Uh, but Frankie knows who he is, being an inventor himself. And so, you know. Oh, I see. Since I was his mentor and he built the Sunny, that's like the, you know, like Tom building Gold Roger his ship. I exactly. guess that's the. Yeah, that's the That's what's going there. on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Frankie's connection to Vegapunk is just that he understands he know that he knew that the they had the blueprints there at Water Seven, and that um, he landed in his lab right during the two year. Yep. Yeah, he landed in one of Vegapunk's, in, actually in Vegapunk's like hometown where he grew up, or she grew up. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, or she, or, or she, they. or they, or they, or it, robot. Mm-hmm robot true <laughs> um but yeah i think those are all my thoughts very interesting i'm uh, pissed off that we gotta wait another week an extra week for one piece but uh i'm glad it won i'm glad it won uh, uh harmonic convert even though i was too Me scared too. to use the actual drop um but that's all i gotta say about one piece uh any final rebuttals anything left to say there nope nope all righty then well with that being said, let's move onward then. My Hero Academia. <laughs> this is My Hero Academia, chapter 361, Deku versus All for One. Uh, we open up with a very well-drawn color page. Uh, and we move on to the chapter itself. I thought Josh was going to break in there. Mm. Oh, no, I'll save that for my thoughts at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thanks, though. Yeah, I tried to give you a good uh, good in, but let's uh, let's get into it. Uh, we start off with uh, how Deku got to the battlefield in the first place, something we probably could have surmised at a point. <laughs> you know, I think we figured this out. Um, the airships that were that worked with uh, Stars and Stripes uh, – flew in and they're like come on buddy let's go together um and deku uh hitches a ride with them uh they talk about how they uh were apparently uh guarding the skies of of ua but right 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 time on 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 okay so i'll be honest with you guys right totally honest not sarcastic Mm. i when i first seen the jets pull up in the last chapter I'm not going to front. One of my first thoughts was, where did they come from? You know, like, where was these jets at? Because that doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, that's just crazy that they would just come out of nowhere to support Deku. Like, that's so random. I will say this. They were in Japan. After Star and Stripe died, they touched down there, and they gave them all the information on Shigaraki. Or the jets, and they could go really fast from America to Japan. No, they were still in Japan. Or who this gives a shit, time. right? Or who really cares? 
They were who, who really cares? One, one of those, maybe. You know, no, they well, uh, they blatantly said that they were gonna fly. They were supposed to fly back to America, but they stayed to ensure that you know the heroes win in Japan because mm-hmm. of stars and stripes. <laughs> That's literally what they okay. said. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what they said. Now, because I am honestly an asshole, I was being sarcastic the entire time. I don't understand why Horikoshi... I should have saved this in my thoughts. I don't understand why Horikoshi feels the need to let us know, like... Like, somebody was going to be like, no fucking way, where did those jets come from? Why would he point that out, that they were there in that little... First of all, that doesn't look like a jet. Um, If we're just... You want to play that game, Horikoshi? This unnecessary... this is a contrivance right here. Is it? A, it's got to be a contrivance, no, Chris. No, it's not a contrivance. It was. That's not you. That doesn't even necessarily prove that that was a jet. But why? That's not a contrivance, I guess. But boy, I wish it was. <laughs> boy, I wish it was. So I could just well, so I could you use know my favorite word. We've seen. Um, we've, nah. Uh, to a lighter degree, we've seen Jujutsu Kaisen do the same thing where they over-explain a little <laughs> point where we're like, "I would bought it, bro. You didn't have to say that." It's okay. This was the most insignificant. <laughs> this is the most insignificant poll I've ever... And then he had the... There's no other way to interpret this, guys. He gets the little panel. I should have saved this for my thoughts. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this next time. I'm sorry, everybody. But listen, he throws this little square there in the corner, like the evidence. Like, yeah, just, if you go back to that chapter, you'll see from that... He doesn't even say what page, like a real American comic does. Hey, guys, check out chapters such and such from so-and-so. Well, to be fair, none of them do. None of them do that. In the manga? No manga does that, where they're like, check out No, but he's trying, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he's trying to go for the whole, oh, this is like American comics. I mean, you you fucked up both ways, bro. I think he's just, there's nothing wrong with kind of giving the them like a stake in the fight you know like it's not like they're just gonna show what are they just robots they just show up and then don't say shit my they thing is i don't care like, we come to help you get there okay that job done like are they not human beings bro they're just fucking robots to you <laughs> i'm with the jet niggas they they fly. No pun, no pun intended. Really, no pun intended. For real, for real. But so they fly um, no, there like, and they're like, they gangster because that's like because he even says he even says like like all right, we were supposed to be. This could have been a lit scene that was completely ruined for me by by Horikoshi trying to like prove that they were there. And it's like who no one cares that they really were there or not. Like they here now. They're in jets. They're flying around the fucking world. They were on their way, and they ran into Deku. And no one needed proof on that. Not one fucking person on this planet needed needed that. I feel like you're reading into it too much. You're reading no one into even it way too much. That. Like I, I honestly, am. I didn't even notice this when Straight I first up. read it. Like you're ODing right now. I did. Well, you know what? It's because I was set off by something else already, and then it was like a one-two punch. <laughs> yeah, Josh has a but very that. easy domino effect on his on his rage. Uh, all it takes is for one thing to piss him off to continue pissing him off <laughs> for perspective 15 other pages uh, so that was page 2 uh, 
that's some old school. That's some vintage. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, so yeah, Deku flies off, and he basically Spider-Man's his way through the jets uh, until he arrives. And now we're in the present. Him and uh, Shigaraki are clashing. Uh, he manages to kick Shigaraki so hard that he tumbles. He like bounces into a giant, weird mechanical thing, uh, and he he catches a glimpse of the flowing energy that uh, off of Deku, and he notices it's from the Fajin guy. And he's like, "I've seen that before." Um, and now that there's like a minute to kind of settle in and take everything in, Deku notices that all of the uh, supporting characters are uh, defeated on the ground. Bakugo, in particular, is still dead, but, you know, he's getting resurrected, so... Um, he's, yeah, he's on his way. Yeah, so... Bakugo's on his way. He is on his way. Uh, he's Kyrie's looking at... He's on his way. He's looking at the rest of the carnage, you know. Best Genius is just barely standing up. Uh, Nedra's down. Uh, Sun Eater's down. Mirko's down. Uh, and uh, then uh, All for One continues to talk his shit. He's like, hmm, got some excuse for being late. Uh, Ooh, look at that pose he takes. Yeah, he has a cool pose. I didn't notice that before. Yeah. He's on all fours like, like a fucking spider or something. Yeah, the, the the faces of his family that are his fingers are facing the grass at this point, which is super disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> it's so mean, I would say. Uh, and Look at what Midoriya has to look at. Like... He looked at all his homies dead, but like, look at this Chikaraki in front of him. He's just like, what? <laughs> what is this life? I'm, I'm. I wonder if he ever like takes a moment to think about how, how weird his life is. <laughs> yeah, and how I don't mean this like, I'm just, I'm not taking the shot, but like, how just how fast things have progressed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's like, even Chikaraki, he looked completely different the last time you seen him. He's like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> he's just like mm, this all escalated quickly again um again yeah <laughs> uh so yeah he starts raging out you know like he did in the in the first war um and uh that's when shigaraki's like hmm when you stoke one's anger his move gets pathetically simplistic so he still continues to talk his shit he's like i admit it you left the present i got you right um Mirio pulls up and is like just trying to talk to him, talk him through. Um, he's talking about like, I get it, you're fucking sad, but you guys, you gotta stop. You're gonna fall into his trap again. It's okay. Tamaki and them are still kicking. Uh, and right now, Edshot is trying to save Bakugo's life. Nobody's giving up. Um, and Shigaraki's like, endless sanctimony, the empty talk, all to avoid facing facts and reality and logic. <laughs> Why don't you use Jesus. your logic, bro? That's uh, definitely awful one. Yeah. I miss the video game talk from Shigaraki. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Deku starts to calm down. You know, he's, he starts to take all this in. Uh, and uh, it's kind of nice. He's just like, all right, I'm calm now. Um, and he, he apologized to the Lamillion. He says, sorry about that, Lamillion. He says, save this, save your stars until after we win this, hero. He does the nose thing. Um, and um, we cut, we end on the splash page of uh, Midoriya using all of the all for one, uh, a one for all uh, vestiges behind him. 
and he's got this cool pose going and he says is shigaraki still in there and uh that's where the chapter ends um shortest chapter i mean you know actually kind of a longer chapter than we've gotten in a while this is actually a standard chapter 18 pages well if you take away the two color pages well the two color pages technically count as one right or am i bugging oh maybe am i bugging on it anyway it doesn't matter um, no, because then that white blank page of My Hero Academia is already two. That's when true. we start the page, it's on three. All right. Well, fuck me then, okay? <laughs> How about that? That's your fault. Could be... That's your fault, Chris. All right. Well, let's do this. Josh, what did you think about My Hero Academia chapter 368? I was immediately perturbed by the color picture. By the color picture. I had to call Christian prior to the podcast. I remember I was in the bathroom and um, I was just like, yo, like, why am I so angry at this picture? I had some time to really think about it. And I think it's because I really want to enjoy the picture. Looking at all these characters together, it's like a random mix of, of, you know, it's got some of the mainstays except for the uh, Kaminari. He's kind of random. He's like the most random one out of all of them, but... I thought it is like actually a, a, a nice picture that's very homey and familiar, but it just makes me sad because I feel like this is about to end and we're not getting anything else but this fight. So it just, I think I had, I think that's what it was. It just kind of bothered me. And I guess that's why like I had little patience for Horikoshi's antics of trying to give proof to the fact that the American jet fighters were around by circling this small pebble. I believe that it's a jet. You guys believe it's a jet. But but could it pass in the court of law? Well, who could, who could actually <laughs> care, though? Like, I didn't even notice. That. You are, this this little panel here was just for you, Josh. Horikoshi was like, fuck this dude, Josh. He's going to see this, and I want him to boil his fucking blood. Because you are the only person, I feel like, in the entire world that is upset about this little panel. <laughs> it can't just be me, man. It is you. It is just it you, just Josh. This I was Horikoshi. This is Horikoshi coming for you, Josh. How about we do this? On a scale of one to ten, how unnecessary was this proof? Yeah, I know how I'm feeling. Kind of on a he- heavy, a heavy ten on this one for me. <laughs> what about you, Chris? Where are you, where are you leaning, Mister uh, Unbiased King? Uh, on a level of unnecessary, I've never yes. measured anything. <laughs> I've never. What? Well, Today is your first day on the I've podcast. I've never measured anything on a scale of unnecessary. Uh, oh, okay. I'm f- four. I don't think it was that crazy. All right, how about this? How about this? On a scale of one to ten, how not how not important is is it to be this upset about this on a scale of one to ten? Because I say that's a ten. I think this like is like objectively 10. or subjectively. Both. I feel like there's no point in Subjectively, being upset about... I'd say a one. There's no point in being upset about Objectively, something so small. 
It's literally oh, just yeah. one single panel <laughs> in, the, in the corner of the of this page. Like, I'll tell you, you what. You choose the weirdest things to be upset I was, about. With I my was hero, mad, dude. bro. I was tight. So I was tight. <laughs> what the I fuck do you want me to say, Brian? I'll tell you what. I read this chapter. I read past that page. Didn't think about it a second time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Josh, you every time, every time you get upset at My Hero Academia, it's for the weirdest shit sometimes. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, fucking. Did you see what fucking Deku was wearing, bro? <laughs> Did you see him with that man. fucking it's scarf of his? <laughs> It was braggity and dirty. Yo, I just wanted him to have his own shit, all right? I, I like, Orkoshi could do something actually yeah. terrible in a chapter, but you would get upset at, like, the like the smallest other thing that did not deserve to be upset at. Brian, this was actually terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Terrible? I-, I wonder what the original translation was to, to reach history's nastiest villain and kick his butt. Well, I wish they said something a lot cooler than that. Well, they don't tend to curse on uh, the official releases, unfortunately. So the Scanlators uh, probably did something a little more. But, yeah, I don't know. What else did you have? To, what else did you think about um, the Josh? I thought it was genuinely hilarious and lifted my spirits a little bit as I read this again and noticed that he was thinking those thoughts of fear of the glowing of like, you know, Midoriya's glowing body as he was bouncing. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, he got rocked to a couple blocks down and stuff, but um, he had the time to think about it. You know, that's fear. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Shigaraki, uh, he's also one. Whoever the fuck this weirdo is. Looks he, like it's yeah, more yeah, I know what time one. it is. He's about to get, yeah. He's about, it's more all for one, Brian? Yeah. Is that what yeah you said? It's more all for one at this point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You need help, Josh. You need help, dude. <laughs> I said it. I said it for people who aren't watching the video. I said it's more all for one. Josh looked at. I've never seen someone so heartbroken in my life. I'll tell you what. Sometimes part of watching the video, you gotta subscribe to us on YouTube, guys, because part of part of the joy of watching this show is Josh's subtle faces that he makes. He looked, he looked like Josh will looked... allow 10 seconds of dead air so that he can get a physical face. Tell his thoughts for him. We all express ourselves differently. That's okay. true. Hey, I love it, to be honest. Keep Brian going. does it through his Adidas beanie cap. I do it through facial expressions. <laughs> you know? Brian's Adidas beanie cap is what gives his emotions. And, and his bedroom aesthetic. Hmm. My bedroom aesthetic. <laughs> so when you have the light off. <laughs> yo, yo, anyway. Let me turn off the light. No, don't back, do it. Back, back to my actual thoughts on the chapter. My official, real, serious thoughts. Um. So you said Meteoria went Super Saiyan like this last time in the first war? There we go. Yeah. When, uh, when Brian got... is now in the darkness. 
yeah, you know, the first time uh, Bakugo sacrificed himself for the greater good, he, uh, Midoriya the went first time, apeshit. Yeah. yeah. The last, no, the first time he narratively died, because that's what he did well, narratively. He... <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It is funny that they repeated that same exact thing happening to Bakugo in this. But go on. I oh, did you say funny? That's the word you chose. Interesting. Mm. Interesting, funny, you know, however you want to describe it. You go on, Josh. You you finish your thoughts. I'm the ultimate hater, all right? I said it. <laughs> I, I hate it so hard my phone dropped. Yeah. Okay? All right. I'll relax. Because I, I thought it was actually really funny that Demetria had the black whip in his mouth, like, gagging him. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. What's, uh, what's up, Horikoshi? What you trying to tell us with uh, Demetria? But it looked kind of crazy. And I thought he was about to start raging again. I... I didn't think he was going to get his spine broken by by uh, uh, by this guy, by All for One slash Shigaraki. So um, I was expecting him to go berserk. Then Lamillion came out of nowhere. So I, I think this was also another one of those scenes that probably could have hit a little bit harder. But I I still appreciated it regardless. I don't really have anything critical to say about it. I thought. Yeah, it makes sense that, you know, he doesn't have to throw punches and and make his body intangible to Shigaraki's to end the fight now. You know what I'm saying? What he can do. I, you know what's crazy? It didn't start off as being like a backhanded compliment, but then I started thinking about it like, why can't he make himself intangible through Shigaraki's head or something? Is that not enough? Would that not kill him? What do you mean? Like punch through Shigaraki's, like go through Shigaraki's head and then get solid again? And then... Yeah, like sure, maybe Lemillion would also have a grave injury in the process, but that's the type of sacrifice you make, right? I guess. In For theory, the world? In theory, he could do that. I guess. I'm actually genuinely curious that maybe um, maybe there's something about his ability that he can't or he just won't because he won't kill him. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe it's more that. I guess he won't kill him. That's fine and fair. I don't. I really don't have an issue with that, so... It would be Lemillion to talk him out of it. And then, you know, like how Deku got straight to the point and was just like, all right, all right, all right. before I unleash everything on you, and I mean everything, because I got these goons in the back and they've been showing <laughs> me some stuff. Uh, is Shigaraki still in there? <laughs> I hope <laughs> I hope the next chapter opens with his, him in his weirdo stance and he's like, hey, 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 yo. <laughs> and, now. and uh and Rhea just starts fucking him up <laughs> that'd be really cool that would be really that'd funny be really cool. i would honestly that'd like really that cool. as well if he was like that's my nah, 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 no <laughs> no <laughs> foolish boy just one big one big no. word bubble for one word and that's no <laughs> just... <laughs> no it's, it's small the word no is like regular font it's like eh. but a big like fine print <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. And then Midoriya <laughs> fucks him up. Fucks <laughs> him up and forces him to his new form. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever bullshit is up in this guy's sleeve. Oh, you know there's a new form waiting. Oh, yeah. And then Bakugo's going to revive when is on the ropes or something. Because Midoriya didn't want to kill Shigaraki. Shigaraki's going to be like, the boy's going to come out and be like, wait. <laughs> Don't punch oh, my face in. You know that boy's gonna come out and be like, "Oh <laughs> uh, no!" Right. I don't want to roast my hero academia anymore. 
surprise. All right, right, right. What, what did you think about this um, chapter? Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. Did you have any? No, that's it. Um, uh, as much shit as I had to say, I like the direct. I'm ready for me to read a, to 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 punch this guy's head in, especially since One Piece is off next week. My hero can carry a lot of weight if it wants to. I guess. Yeah. All it right. Feels like it. Brian, what did you think? Um, I thought this chapter was actually pretty decent. Um, it was nice to see. <clears throat> Lamillion has been kind of like the heart of the battle so far, um, which is pretty fitting for his character at this point. Like he's the guy who's been kind of holding everybody together at this point. Like he's been he's the glue. He's been like the ultimate support. Um, I disagree. I'm sorry. I'm talking to you. Speak. No, it's I fine. What What do you disagree with? I think the real. Um, I think the real. MVP, the real glue to all of this has been um, the copycat kid. That's oh. true. Without him, none of this, nothing, nothing yeah. would work. Meteorita would probably lose this fight if it wasn't for him. Yeah, I agree. But like, I'm more so like with what's going on so far. Like overall, I'd say, um, Manet. Uh, what was his name? Fucking Manetta. No, Manet. Man- no, Manetta is the other guy. No, Mineta's the grape grape juice kid. Um, Fucking forgot this guy's name. Damn. Monoma. Monoma, there you go. Monoma, Monoma <sighs> overall is, of course, like, the MVP. He's been fucking he's been tearing it up lately like he has been an important crucial piece to to things for a while now like people bring him in to like be like a quirk expert like i really love monoma but so far at during the battle mirio has been the person to kind of kind of change the tide or to like keep people straight like always um setting people up for success like he has and him calming down Deku in this are in this uh, chapter as well. He's really like he's really finding his place right now. And that's what's pretty good because he's always felt kind of lost. Um, And honestly, <laughs> I feel like if Mirio was all for one here uh, was one for all here. I don't I don't know if Shigaraki can beat him, to be honest. I just don't think he can, because um, if if he had if he had like all might strength, this fight would be a lot more like hero sided in my opinion. But that's not here or there. That's not here nor there. Um, and I think I'm and I really love the final page, the final page with Deku kind of in his crybaby face, crybaby face with all his uh, predecessors behind him. That's uh, That was a pretty sick panel. Um, these, like, last pages for My Hero lately have been really fucking good. Um, and I like what, what they're trying to, what he's trying to convey with, like, the emotion on, on their faces and shit, too. Like, Banjo looks fucking sick. He's like... Yo, I'm coming back for you, bitch. You thought you you thought I wouldn't for you thought I wouldn't come back, motherfucker, but I'm here. Like they just all look so fucking cool. And um I'm excited to see what the second uh one for all's uh quirk is. First. Too. Oh well technically I guess second. Because the first one is the little brother guy. Yeah, he's he's second. Um but yeah, uh 
that's all I have to say about my hero. Is a decent chapter. I'm excited to see what happens next. Oh right. Well, I guess I'll I'll go into my thoughts. Uh, I thought this chapter was also pretty decent. Nothing. Uh, nothing uh, overly crazy. It's nothing I didn't see coming. I feel like we've. This is like a thing in manga, you know, like the the hero gets there, sees all the carnage, and then loses his mind a little bit. We've all been there. Luffy just had that moment, but didn't lose his mind. But, you know, with that Keenanmon thing, they all had that Goku in the Saiyan Saga moment where they come in on the Nimbus cloud and they're like, my friends, they've all been defeated. Uh, so I uh, I guess that was this moment for My Hero Academia. Um, I like that he immediately smacked Shigaraki. Pretty cool, um, I guess, using Fajin's power and having Shigaraki actually be a little worried is kind of cool in, in the moment. Uh, the jet stuff uh, didn't bother me all that much, I guess. But uh, I, I get what Josh is saying to a degree where I'm like, well, it, it goes to show like the whole explanation thing to begin with is like, well, I could I could have surmised that he took the jets here. It would have been fine. I would have the whole flashback in general was just like fine. Um, I'm not all that invested in the jet people to give them that big of a dog in the fight. I get why they're there. They're there to avenge star and stripe. That's fine with me. Um, I don't know. I guess like you could argue it's unnecessary. So, but I, I wasn't all that torn up about it. I feel like this is a thing that makes sense to, to explain. Um, but I could have surmised it in general. We saw the jets in the last chapter and we could be like, Oh, he came here on the jets. We don't need to be, we don't need to go crazy about it. Um, but yeah, the art's still great. Um, I like that Lamillion had a hand in like calming him down, being the Katara in that sense when Aang was going to the fire to the Avatar state for the first time. Um, I appreciated that, you know, because I guess that is a little cliche as well for Deku to just like lose control and and beat on Shigaraki for a minute before he gets his shit together. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm fine with it. Um. Next chapter, I guess the final battle begins, and that's exciting. Um, no breaks for My Hero Academia this week, so I'm expecting it to do well next week in, in our terms. I feel like this is like a chapter that needed to happen and a chapter we've a little bit read a thousand times in different series, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I do like the little respect they gave to Monoma, showing him again still working, still like fucking using Aizawa's quirk to slow down Shigaraki and the fact that nobody's given up yet. Even Best Genus in that one panel, even though he's like fucking, he can't walk anymore, you see him activating his quirk and trying to use it in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, you could tell, like, it was like, it was, yeah, it looks faint. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, the, even the strands looked faint. Yeah. Yeah, it's wilting. It's trying. You know, there's these cool moments in here. Um, so, I thought it was okay, so nothing crazy. Just a just a, a shonen chapter, you know. We get these sometimes. A very shonen chapter, um, but that's all I gotta say about it. Um, any rebuttals? Anything else to say? Brian? Nope. Nope. Okay, I have. An, I'm. I'm not gonna go on a long spiel. Um, I had this thought in my head, really, this this dream that like. If maybe during the mini time skip when Midoriya was out on his own, you know what I'm saying? I would have, I would have really liked if we got like an arc 
you know how the how uh the, they did the My Villain Academia. Mm-hmm. It would have been really cool if they did an arc like that for class two for class one uh, B. It didn't have to be long and drawn out, but it could have showed. It could have. It could have set around Monoma and a few of the key like one B characters doing something like seeing how the state of the land and dealing with infrared villains. It would have. There would have been a reason for them to be out there doing stuff and us seeing them and seeing how they've grown or what they're working on. And I had and and I thought about all of this because with Monoma specifically, right? He's in my mind, you know, he have copy copy abilities are some of the coolest because there's a lot of like there's a lot of um how do you put it mind games with it when you're fighting against somebody with their own ability to be able to beat them with it you have to really you know think it through you can't just run it run into them you know with their own shit they're gonna you know they they're more they're comfortable with it they know how to use it better than you etc etc so monoma anybody with that type of ability is really interesting to me anyway so like when I think about Monoma, it would have been nice if like part of part of his character arc during that you know supposed one B arc would be like him struggling, like with him like you know having such a great quirk, but his main struggle maybe being stamina and endurance, right? And that maybe not working as hard enough because he talks too much shit or something like that. And this moment for him being there with Aizawa, truly being the MVP, would have been that without him having a fight. It would have been that 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 sign of growth, you know, that we that's paid off from him in that arc before, because he's been holding it down this entire time and having to watch his comrades die. Ain't nothing funny or slick or sarcastic about that. This is a big deal for Monoma, you know, and it's. I hope this what I'm saying kind of articulates the the my feelings towards the series of of just the in my opinion of wasted potential. That's what it kind of comes down to is that I've seen a lot for these characters that just didn't go down the way I thought. Sorry, you know, uh, I don't mean to rehash these thoughts again and again, but I thought uh, I just wanted to get my thought on that. Yeah. Still I mean, proud of Monoma. Still proud of him. Definitely. It could have been deeper, though. Definitely. Um, all right. Well, with that being said, I suppose we should uh, move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. And now I'm going to throw it over to Jausha. Okay. One moment. Jujutsu Kaisen, chapter 198. Sakurajima Colony, part... Eight. Eight. Thank you. Okay. Um, Last week. Did we not have Jujutsu Kaisen last week? I believe it was no, right? off last week yeah it was off last no, week so what? oh this is a couple weeks ago actually yeah. um a couple a couple weeks ago uh maki learned to free herself and unlocked true heavenly restriction and it was ready to beat the shit out of her brother turn curse spirit Nayoya. um that's pretty much it yeah right you know yeah. what happened last last yeah last and time. that and Naoya. Hey, no 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 oh yeah 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 and Naoya in, in in a in a seething in a yeah in a fit in a fucking tantrum you may call it uh he emerges into a new out of his chrysalis form which I totally called um into his actual Naoya looking form humanoid 
No, you're, you're looking for him. At least half of him. And uh, opened his domain. Ho, ho, ho. That shit was crazy. Okay. Yep. So now we start. And we have your boy, Nyoya, opening up his uh, domain expansion. Time Cell Moon Palace. Oh, my God. That sounds so fucking cool. And it, this looks so goddamn creepy. Yeah. It's real gross. Um, yeah. It's just an eyeball. With, and, and others. Ew. What is that hanging? <laughs> whatever it's just, you gotta see it guys it's, Girl, it's, just, uh, it's just weird it, flesh mounds yes it looks like a turkey drumstick on the left side with just uh, like a chewed up turkey anyway, drumstick did I mention yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's really nasty guys like with the bottom bone like if, if someone just chewed the bottom bone yeah right put it down and that was all they wanted to do is chew the bottom piece of the turkey leg and then put that shit back on a plate right That's what it looks like okay so yeah the eyeball i mentioned uh pierces its gaze into uh the two ancient swordsmen my how i forget their name see two weeks is a long oh, time um could... dido and uh, dido and there you go there we go so yeah um uh, so yeah as they get as the eyeball looks at dido and mio uh they get hit with what looks like film reels to the back of their neck. Uh, I thought they died <laughs> as soon as that happened, honestly. But um, it's just a part of Nyoya's technique. But they was like, oh, did something happen? They they were seemingly unfazed. So they was like, whatever, let's kill them. And as soon as they charge forward, they start breaking down from what turns out to be at the cellular level. So check this out, guys. Nyoya's refurbished, upgraded, whatever you want to call it, uh, Cur- uh, curse technique. Um, no, what's it? Oh, domain. it's a domain expansion. Makes it so that um, anyone he touches um, has to move like him, or they freeze up. Right? Oh, no, no, no. That was that was his uh, that was his original curse technique. Okay. In this domain, it seems the technique's target is even more precise. It can even target individual cells if you try to move. It might get out of whack. Okay, so basically, yeah, he's freezing their cells in place. So when they move, their body's literally breaking down from the inside mm-hmm. at an atomic level. Is that – no, I don't think that's an atomic level, right? I guess, so, yeah. I mean, it's just, cells are really small. You could say atomic level, really. We're not scientists here. So whatever. Correct <laughs> we can say whatever we want. We're not scientists here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to correct us in the comments, why don't you leave a like? Yeah, hey. And it, then – um. You could also subscribe and then uh, well, share it to okay. your homeboys that like so listening. So I guess you could girls, say anybody. you could say on a cellular level, as opposed mm-hmm. to an atomic level. Oh, thank you, Chris. But once again, we're not scientists. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So it attacks them on a cellular level. Wow. That's dangerous. Mio drops immediately. His sumo's not enough for this. Uh, but Dio's just got a tad bit more gangster in him, as we've seen earlier. Uh, so he's still up and pumping. And um, he gets chopped up into... His arm gets chopped up into pieces for his efforts. Not by Nyoya, but by his own cells not moving along with his arm. So he, he tore his own arm off to be a thug. Let's, uh, let's take that in for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty gangster. Anyway, um now you get stabbed in his chest. Yep. Surprised, me too. <laughs> I was very surprised, but we get a little explanation 
um, as to what just happened. So, all right. Basically, that was Maki that shot him from the back. And he couldn't tell where Maki was at because she wasn't caught up in the domain because she has no cursed energy. So she got rejected. They even go to say that the barrier technique treated her as a building. Yeah. Like as an object. That's, uh, I don't know. Do you have a good explanation for that, Chris? You want to? I think what they yeah, mean, they, they mean that because Maki doesn't have any cursed energy, that the domain doesn't even register her as a target. Yeah, it pushed her out if she was inside. Like, mm-hmm. Was she able to get caught up in that before, in the past? I don't know. I think so. I, yeah, she was definitely trapped in a domain before. But oh, I so she couldn't get out because she had no. Well, because she was inside. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She got rejected in this one. Yeah, I mean, I gotta look back because uh, that when she got trapped in a domain was during the Shibuya arc, when she was mm-hmm. fighting with her dad. So, oh, not her dad, but I guess like the head of the Zenin clan. Yeah. Which I'm not sure if that was her dad. Her dad was the other. He's guy. definitely a hater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Anyway, um, so I'll just read it for you guys. So they say, like Toji, which was, uh, you know, uh, Megumi's dad, the Mr. Heavenly Restriction, fuck Gojo up himself. Uh, Naoya must use an actual... Sh- All right, he, he says, uh, like Toji, Maki doesn't have any cursed energy, so barrier techniques shoot as a building. Naoya must use an actual structure as the barrier's exterior, like Fushigoro did in Tokyo Kali Number 1. I kind of think I remember what he was talking about, how he used the gym. But what they're trying to explain is that he, that spear he created is just a solid object. It's a structure. He had to create a structure to contain his barrier. You know, it still takes place in real space. All It's infinite inside, I guess. The, the area right. looks completely different, but it still takes up an actual physical space. What I remember when they're referencing uh, Fushigoro, what he did, it's like you said, he used the gym itself as a as a basis for his domain. So the gym, like the domain didn't treat the gym as just like, it didn't phase it out. It made it part of the domain. So, you know, he made the space, his domain, as opposed to just creating a space within creating the domain within a space. You know what I mean? Right. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Not how Naoya was able to do. It. I guess he wasn't good enough with his with his domain yet to be able to do it on his own. Yeah. Well, he didn't know that this would be even a thing. Um, uh, like he would not. Well, anyway, he thought that he would have caught Maki anyway. Oh well, yeah, Naoya did. He, but he didn't realize. See, this is what I didn't really understand. All right, I guess I'll. I'll, I'll... Well, yeah. So you said, no, yeah, must use an actual. Okay, but unless she consents, he can't trap her inside the domain. That's weird because the other guys didn't consent. Is it because they have cursed energy? Yeah, well, Dido probably in some way consented. I don't know. Oh, yes, they did. They, They say. Let me see. They get caught. No, they get caught with the technique. Because they both say to themselves, it's do or die time, it's time to attack. I thought that was them accepting the terms, but no, they got hit. Yeah. They got trapped inside already. Yeah, the language of it is kind of weird. Yeah. Hopefully someone could break that down in the comments. I don't know if... Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> my in, in my mind, I see it as she got rejected from it because she's not, she holds no kosher energy, but so, Dido should have like, as well. 
really I, okay I'm... so here's here's the way i can see it i think what brought dido into the what made dido a consenting party in the domain was the blade that he had because that has cursed energy so mm. as long as he was holding it he could be dragged into a domain and the reason maki was dragged into the domain back in shibuya was that she was also using a cursed tool of some sort so maybe that is the that is the uh, the factor that decides is that if you have something on you that is cursed, you're dragged in, regardless of whether you yourself have it. So as maybe as long as you're holding the blade itself, because that's the only difference between him and Maki. He also doesn't have cursed energy. So the only difference is that he had the sword and Maki didn't. Right. That had to be it. Because as I as I looked along further, they they. All they say is that they, you know, the the barrier couldn't recognize Maki because she had no cursed energy. Yeah. So, and that's and the only difference between her and Dido, as far as we understand, is that she had the sword that had some cursed energy in it. Yeah. Sure. <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, all right. If you know the truth, let us know in the comments, please, because I feel truth. like that that's my biggest theory here is that. The reason that Maki was not in the domain is because she didn't have a cursed object that forced her to be part of the game as uh, be, be, be part of the domain as opposed to Dido who did. But go on, Josh. <laughs> well, you know, she stabs him in the back. But she makes it through the barrier because you know she is her, and he, you know, Naya's like, man, whatever. You answered the. You didn't kill me with this blow. So, like, I got you trapped in my domain. Like, that's it. You can't move. I'm out to, 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 to turn into this nasty monster and <laughs> yeah, I get bite her head off or something. Yeah. He was going to do something. He's all, oh, he had his arms coming for it, too. Yeah. Nasty. Um, and then she, I guess Maki just kind of flips the, the sword upwards because it was already buried in his chest and then throws it right behind her back, like Link. Nice. Um, and he says, What? That's wrong. <laughs> Incorrect. This this scene is wrong. <laughs> Cut. He's, then he says, "Why the domain's guaranteed? Oh, because the the domain's guaranteed hit couldn't recognize Maki because she had no curse energy." Okay. Well, it hit Dido. I guess he has curse energy. What else can we say? At this Does point. that mean <clears throat> so if Akari put her in a so it does that mean that like old school domain expansions are better against her than the new age ones? Well, like she consented. guaranteed one guaranteed hit ones are gonna not be as effective, right? Well, Mio she consented to entering the domain, so there's there's that. But I don't know. I guess we get well. Let's let's close out this chapter first, and then we'll get into it. Right, 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 right. Okay. So if I didn't make it clear, she splits his fucking head in half, and he's dead. His barrier burst. Maki walks out as an equal to Toji Zenin. And that's where the chapter really ends. Um, that is where the chapter ends. Yeah. Oh, Christian. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Christian. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Uh, this was pretty much my runner-up this week. Um. I'll tell you what, I feel like these rules are, it's it's tough to interpret them sometimes, <laughs> uh, just because there's so many of them, and uh, 
we learn we're still learning about this power system as we continue on this series so i i feel like with jujutsu kaisen i always feel like i'm putting pieces together which can be fun sometimes you know i feel like jujutsu kaisen's power system is uh is very is very fun to like really think about and it's a very unique uh and fun power system to dissect in in a lot of different ways but uh if it, it feels weird that so many things are still being established uh further yeah. onward um i feel like this is one of the ones where it almost kind of worked against it i really like this chapter and i like i always like the explanation of the rules but um if i couldn't put it together i probably would have been a little frustrated because it's like what the fuck are you talking about bro <laughs> sometimes it feels like yeah. bro, Sometimes it feels like Akutami is kind of like talking to himself, you know, it's like he's, he's, like he's trying to make it make sense to himself. Right. Retroactively. Well, I it's think like, it's, uh... I think it's actually one of those things, you know, when something makes sense to you and you're desperately trying to explain it to other people, you know, like yeah. trying to find the right words to really like get it. That's how it feels to me, which, you know, it's not the worst thing. Cause he, for what this is, he does for the most part, a really good job of doing it. I feel like the rules are sound. I didn't think that this was like an ass pull, but there's, I guess, little, not inconsistencies, but things that could come off as inconsistencies because of how uh, how he explains certain things. Like Daido and Maki not being affected and not being affected in in uh, respectfully respectively uh by the domain thing is kind of confusing and i'm wondering if that's also just the sword thing too is that uh dido is also affected because he has the sword and if he doesn't have the sword he wouldn't be affected um that's my she had the sword as she came in exactly so you know that's that's the rough part (laughs) that's where we don't understand Uh, well maybe you know it's not a guaranteed hit, but it can hit her. I don't know. It said it couldn't recognize her at all. I mean, just it couldn't recognize her. I mean, this is this is interesting, man. Yeah, it's. Uh... I have faith that he's going to break it down a little bit further or something. I would hope so, but right now, that's I guess my only kind of issue with Jujutsu Kaisen is that I feel like. Akutami can be a little clearer in his uh, explanation of the power system because this has happened before where we're like, what? <laughs> what is this? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so, you know, it might be a nitpick. And, um, you know us. We love Jujutsu Kaisen. But... No, but he does get up his own ass. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, there is this one Greg, moment. Relax, my guy. Yeah. There is this one moment where... Um, my he talks to my she talks to my again um and we get a little explanation of the blade that my actually left behind and transformed into was and uh she was she turned into a replica of toji's old sword which is the split soul soul uh the split soul katana uh so basically by it can bypass the toughness of many substances that uh to cut the soul however exerting that power fully requires eyes that can absorb uh, observe even the souls of inorganic matter and i'm like okay <laughs> cool uh i guess what they're saying is that he can he's able to cut cursed spirits this way or she is sorry um mm-hmm. 
but I don't know, bro. That's the only thing. And that's, um, I, I thought the little moment with Mai and Maki was cool because this was just Mai being like, I, I, this is what I've been trying to teach you. And Mai knows this better than anybody about Maki always comparing herself to other people and having this hang up about how other people view her. So it was cool that she, you know, this was her consciously kind of teaching her a lesson here. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I guess on a character front, that's all I got to say. The rest was about the power system and the fight in general. Um, Naoya is probably dead for real. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if he had one more form at the end of this. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a good chapter. Um, I, I hope Mio's okay. Oh, he is okay. He's up. But yeah, I'm excited to see what comes of Dido in the future. And he's probably every time like these characters beat somebody or, or win a fight in their in their colony, they seem to gain an ally of some sort. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how these different characters play into the overall story. So but those are all my thoughts. Um, Josh, what did you Oh, Brian? Sorry. What did you think about this chapter, Brian? Um. You know, another classic Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. Um, you know, the action was sick, the, you know, over explanations, but I don't really mind it. Um, I didn't really mind it all that much. Uh, this chapter was was pretty interesting when it came to the fact that um, we got to see more of Maki's evolution as a character, you know, and that's that's all I really enjoy. I think it was extremely interesting that they claimed that she's on the same level as toji now which is absolutely fucking nuts because toji fucked up gojo <laughs> so she if she's on that level she is a massive threat to anybody living right now like she she's absolutely fucking nuts so having someone at on that level on your side has to be extremely comforting um, Remember those guys? Oh, sorry, Brian. No, it's all good. I this is somewhat relevant. Um, do you remember when Toji came back during the Shibuya arc? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. he got summoned by those people, and then he just ended up like taking over, like the summon, mm-hmm. kind of like Madara did with the Ito Tensei. <laughs> now that I think about it, mm-hmm. um, but he came back and. He ran into Megumi and did something else. Do y'all remember what it was he did? No. Like, well, he didn't lose to Megumi. I know that. Okay, well, sorry, bro. I, I don't recall. But, um, no, it's fine. Uh, I'm just really, I really want to see what more Maki can do because it seems like she's unlocked like a new level to this shit that we haven't seen before. Or maybe we've only seen like a hint of it. But that those are all my thoughts. Josh, what did you think? Um, I really liked this chapter. One piece was re- really amazing. And, you know, my hero was good too. It just annoyed me a little too much. <laughs> so this was definitely the runner up. Um, I love this guy's art. What can I say? I like the creatures when they turn into nasty, like, creepy, you know, ghouls or whatever you want to call them. And then watching their head get split in half is very satisfying. 
I don't know why. It looks like a Titan. That's what it is. He looks like a Titan getting his head split in half. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Definitely. Cool stuff. So. Naoya did not go out like a gangster at all. He did have a pretty cool uh, domain and all that, but it was just too weird. And it was tainted by the fact that Daito was still able to move and stuff while Maki could. Is it Maybe it has a lot more to do with Heavenly Restriction than that. Maybe because Daito's not a full Heavenly Restriction user. Yeah, He's maybe. He's got enough swag with the sword. Yeah. Sword. Sword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he has a little yeah. bit. I don't know. I don't know. Shit, he had enough swag to throw that sword to Maki through the barrier. Mm-hmm. Hey, did y'all notice that? That panel, she has her hands going through the barrier. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, is that, that was what that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me a little while to like notice. I mean, I'm still guessing, but that has to be it. You see the sword still floating in the air. Poor Dido lost his sword swinging arm. That sucks. His left hand? His left arm? Wow. Yeah. Really rough. He's alive, yeah, though. It, really rough. Everybody, there's a lot of characters who just lose arms in this series. It's really <laughs> tough, man. I wonder yeah. if there's a way to like recover that shit. Maybe. Recovery jutsu. I just want to know what Toto's up to. Oh, reverse, reverse curse technique. Why is Toto not in this arc, dude? Because he has no hands. So? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I'm telling you, they're going to give him something. Yeah. They're going to give him an Advil. An Advil that cures and, your hands? Yeah. Or Tylenol extra strength and just tell him get out there and figure <laughs> it out. Well... All right. Well, is, uh, is that maybe he just smack at the side of his body, like that? Oh, maybe he maybe he could just like clap his body, like that. He beat on his back, you know, or clap somebody else's back. hand with what? With his oh, thumb? has he ever did that with Didn't somebody he, else's hand? He lost both his hands. Oh, he lost both his hands. I think so. Right? Total loss. No, both I thought his. it was only one. Oh, well, yeah. Then maybe all he has to do is like slap his chest, and he's good. How did he lose his hand again to, to Shigaraki? No, he touched him, so Mahito. he had to chop Shigaraki? it off. Mahito. They look similar. Mahito. Yeah, they do look similar. They have a similar vibe. Yeah. Yeah, he lost it in that fight. I don't know. Anyway, uh, are we uh, good to move on? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Let's, let's go. Undead Unluck. This is Undead Unlock okay. Chapter 128. Oh, did you want to do it? Uh, yeah. I'm prepared to cover you it. You sure? Because I got yes. it. All right, go for it. All right. Yeah, it sounds like you was raring to go, though. You want to cover Undead Unlock, huh? Well, I, guess what? I thought it's I was mine. doing it. Yeah, <laughs> well, guess what? It's mine. All right, go for chapter it. Chapter number, number Undead Unlock Chapter 128. Strict defense. Yo, these niggas go off the chapter. I actually kind of forgot. Yeah. But they did go off. They did go off. All right. Anyway, they. Right, we'll get to it. Um. So last week we had God appear on the scene, and Luna, the Moon Spirit, let us know that they were also God, and that they're playing a game together. Um. Also, Chikara got his arm blown off. He tried really hard. That's all y'all need to really know. Mm-hmm. Tried hard. 
And uh, yeah, so we get back to Fuko having her conversation with Luna, and she's talking about how, um, you know, look, I see the screen. This is what's happening to your friends. You guys like to watch this kind of stuff, right? I remember Juiz always did. Mm. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's being mean. I think she's just inappropriate, but doesn't understand. Yeah. Like, this is good. Yes, this is what you'd like to watch. Yeah, you guys like Your this? Your friends die against the sun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, anyways. So, uh, yeah, this is a game. Uh, we want to see who's right and who's wrong. I think I'm right. I think humans are dope. And that you guys can reach us. I guess get to a level of a god in, in, in such a way. Mm -hmm. um, or... Can God can the sun God's rules via Umas and other asshole things he does? Um, you know, is that gonna reach God? I guess the Umas is he is that what they're trying to say, Chris? Yeah, Brian. I don't, well, Brian, I know you don't really read this, but like, is that is that what's being implied that an Uma's gonna reach God? Yeah, Luna. Yeah, the world lives. Everything which we create. maybe oh I think it's to imply that the humans don't win yeah because of, because of the you know restrictions of the rules mm -hmm. he sets rules and she makes people and artifacts yeah. to help deal with gotch and gotch shenanigans wow this isn't this is this is a lot so oh I, I didn't notice this before but no okay I thought I thought Luna. Had, had its arms up in like an arch, but that's yeah, she's I guess just like this all the time. Like woo, woo! I'm a weirdo. Yeah, because I looked in the other picture, like as Fuko is screaming at for Chikara because she noticed his arm get blown off. It looks like this, the the Luna is throwing throwing its hands up, like yeah, Chikara, right? Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. bad. My bad. Because she's on the people's side. She doesn't know. It yeah. doesn't know. I keep saying she. It appears feminine. That doesn't make sense. I'm gonna stop right there. So right. So as she screen as Fuko are confirmed. Anyway, as, as she <laughs> got up the words. Chikara I don't mean it that way. Chikara she's screaming for Chikara and Luna is like, let's watch your friends die, literally. Um so we get back to Andy and Juiz as they're cradling in Chikara. So it's crazy because Ruiz is like, there's no time to grieve. And I'm like, oh, no, he died already. <laughs> no. That's Chikara, right? Yeah. But um, he's alive and he's still ready to fight too, you know? Um, which is pretty gangster. You get points for that, my G. Let's go, Chikara. Get points for that, son. I'm going to give you one of these, Chikara. Right. Respect. But he's he's on his way out. Um, to be clear, yeah, Juiz is like, all right, we need a luck to beat this guy because this is some bullshit. And uh, Andy, go ahead and proves exactly what I said that all you guys contested, for sure, for sure. And was like, nah, it didn't mean nothing. And I'm making this all up, but I did call that fact that that I did and that the unlock is gonna matter. Yeah, I just didn't think it pay off so soon. But it didn't. As I continue, we see uh, Ju they apparently Juice coordinated this like super 
um, negator attack against God, which is lit. That's what I was like. Yeah, let's let negate him. You know what I'm saying? Why not use use this use his own negate rules against? Because God made the negate, not um, not not Luna. Luna made the people, but she didn't make the the, the negations. That's God that no, ruined she it. created like, artifacts, and I guess they both created folks. Like they've got both created people, and like, uh, because she doesn't say she created people. She says she bet on them. Um, she only says she bet she... on people and created artifacts. Mm-hmm. But the artifacts don't give you negation abilities. No, but I don't know who gives them the negations really. Mm. Well, like I said, they're trying. So we learned a few things here in this chapter. Okay, so we got unburned and. What I learned to be unback. That's why her nickname was Bax in that Wikipedia page. Mm. More on that in a second. So she turns into this big blanket, like the her back or part of her her pajamas. Her pajamas <laughs> extend and create this like blanket over God over the back of God's head, right? Mm-hmm. Like a you know, like a towel over his head or something. And then the uh, undraw pulls up and she's like, <laughs> I'm going to make sure you can't draw your your foot from the fucking earth. Ha ha. You can't pick your foot up. Shit. You shouldn't have been so heavy, dickhead. Who told you to do that? You played right into my trap. Yeah, I thought it was my cool. Trap card. But I was like, all right. Yeah, undraw. Maybe you should have make, make it so that he can't undraw no, no, fire blast from the back of his fucking head anymore but whatevs whatevs I, I guess they have other plans but then Jui starts talking to uh Undercrease and he's like I won't use this big fucking gun you got until uh you tell me it's mine and she says it in the most official way possible to boost his ego to the maximum she really is a team player she's a true captain of the team and I'm and I mean that I really do mean that. And it's kind of crazy because as we get to this point, it there's still nine seconds left. Yep. Oh, nine minutes. Nine minutes? Yeah. Nine oh minutes. my god. But still, there's still <laughs> nine whole minutes left. This whole sequence was just seconds. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Um, well, it was a minute and change. Because they had 11, minute, 11 minutes. They're at 9. Well, like I said, Undercree starts to load up this gun. This huge berserker blaster that, you know, I guess he's going to make sure it never runs out of ammo. That sounds so cool, actually. Um, Shen pulls up on the Nimbus Cloud that uh, also assists Kakarot now and then. And then um, he picks up Andy and tosses him. He's like, get, go get him! Go get God. Show him what you're made of, right? And he's like, I ain't letting you go no further. And the son doesn't say anything to him. Like, I don't know if he could talk, actually. It hasn't said words. Yeah, it has not said words. Yeah, well, I hope he could talk. That'd be nice. It would be. Um. So, But Andy's talking the most shit to him. He's like, yeah, you. I got you now. Um. You can see the cannon loading up in the in the horizon. That's kind of crazy. I didn't notice that uh, in the uh, in the past mm-hmm. when I read it. But yep, 
So, so God is, is is literally in the role of this berserker cannon. And I'm sorry, this is the moment that rivals My Hero Academia. Uh, as he gets blasted from what looks like a whole other city, they were, he, you know, Shigaraki got hit on that same island. This nigga got launched from like this was a continental barrage, a, a national attack. Like this is some Cuban Missile Crisis shit. You mm-hmm. feel me? And it's un- and it's unlimited, undecreased. Yeah. Um. So Andy gets blasted by it and runs into the sun in the most dramatic fashion. Uh, and you know the bunny thing is the bunny girl unback is trying to uh hold it down as unburn is making sure she doesn't get burnt. Undecreased. Um, Excuse me, guys. Unmove is uh, you know, holding down tight. They're really the in like look, God is getting blasted. The sun god is getting blasted uh, multiple times, and eventually it uh, I guess it runs out of juice and gets overheated. They mentioned that even with unbreakable and undecreasing working together, the internal cooling system ain't able to keep up. I guess they should have had un. Wait, they have an unheat guy. They should have kept him there. Oh well. Who had unheat? Whatever. This guy. No, he has um, unburn. Oh, it's unburn. Ah, uh, he had to. Oh, 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 your boy gets me. Uh, Yoshifumi, Yoshifuma, he, 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 Yoshifumi, he got me because right as I say that, um, unback, um, retracts into her regular form, and um. She starts to burn from um from all of the heat because he's unburned. He can negate burning, but he can't negate um heat. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't have been able to do anything for that gun anyway. He was, wow, that was crazy. I got corrected post like he predicted <laughs> the future. Yeah, he knows that there's he, he knew he knows that there's a Josh out there reviewing his series. He's like, let me shut this guy up before he says anything. Yeah, I gotta shut up. Can I even continue this manga? Would that be? I believe we can. In good taste. I'll say this though: before we move on, this one panel of uh, of the bunny girl burning is haunting her face. Yes. It's like, goddamn. Oh my god, is she gonna die? I don't know. Oh well, yes, actually, they're all gonna die. That's the whole point of this. Oh my god, she just died. She literally boiled in front of us. Well, anyway, continue onward. Anyway, yeah, that was that was horrible. You're right. That fucked me up too when I seen it. <laughs> it was like, oh my god. Um, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, so because because this is God and He's done with their foolish games, He lifts His foot up from the earth, and I guess undraw it. His foot is still drawn into the earth, so he lifted the earth with him to walk around with it like a shoe. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. It totally checks out. Andy is literally like a corner of his head. And I don't know if you guys remember from watching Yu-Gi-Oh! during the uh, the Dual City arc when they was in a tournament, Joey was facing off against Merrick, right? And he gave away like a lot of his life points, so he only had like a corner of his face left or something like that. I don't or maybe that was against Yugi. Dude, oh, that was that's a pull. 
It is a it's it had pretty deep pull, dude. Um, <laughs> I want to look it up on the iPad, but whatever. Maybe I'll look it up while I'm giving thoughts. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, there's a, there's a quarter of Andy's head, and he's like, "Wow, that wasn't enough." Mm. I guess that's why he's God. God. So he says, "All right, I'm gonna leave it to you." And uh, Victor, Victor comes out. And he's like, what's the status? Juice is like, <laughs> eight minutes and 20 seconds left, Baka. Because she's totally <laughs> in love. Toast in love with him. Does good work. And, you know, she's blushing like crazy under that helmet. Well, we don't, that's neither here. We cannot deny or confirm that. We don't know. She's that. a total simp for Victor. She put a fucking remember card in his head to preserve his life. Yeah. So you wouldn't suffer. You know, that's real love. Yeah. They say, let's put it all on the line and use the sacred spirit gestures. Oh, shit. It's a sword and shield. That's pretty lit. Pretty lit. It's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. Not going to lie. Reminds you of Zelda. Doesn't that make you fucking excited, Brian? He's muted. Obviously, extremely excited. Woohoo. Hell yeah. It's like Zelda. Yeah. Okay. Hey, and, um, well, yeah, that was on that unlock for this week to be continued. Ooh, I Christian, what are your thoughts? Man, this was really cool. This was a really cool chapter, to be honest. Uh, to see all the negators like come together and and do their thing. Uh, we finally get to see what, um, what Usai's uh negation is. There's a lot of people who did, we didn't know, Usai being undraw, um, and the bunny girl is being unback. I'm like, all right, that's a weird one, but all right, I'll take it. What does that mean? I guess it means you can't go back. You can't like go backwards. Yes. So that's it interesting. Cover... She... But what does that have to do with her character? Could she never go backwards or something? Well, is that that's... what it is? That's one of the things is that we don't really know. Um, it's kind of a bummer. Maybe rabbits. Oh, rabbits can't back up, right? I don't think so. Can rabbits back up? Ryan, could you Google that? Could, <laughs> could, could rabbits back up? Can can rabbits go backwards? Yeah. Brian? Oh, he's doing it. Anyway. In the singularity. Can, he's in the he's He's communing with the singularity. Um, one. No, it was cool to he's see. He's finding his center and realigning. Can rabbits sheep. what? Can rabbits go backwards? You remember how, like, in Zoolander, he couldn't go left? Although it's like, fairly just... difficult, <laughs> rabbits can walk backwards. Well, maybe that's the reference. That it's, well, there you they, go. it's rare to see them going backwards. Hey, guess what, Josh? Do they typically do that? Is there any more information? A theory destroyed. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> they did say it's fairly difficult, so they probably don't fairly do it difficult. often. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, it was really cool to see everybody giving, you know, all their efforts to this thing. Um, it was cool to see Unburned do something coming out here looking like a full JoJo character. Um, I respect it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was cool. The way that God just kind of like walked through it, just like, I'm God. And he lifted his whole foot. Yeah. Um, very interesting. But... Yeah, we'll get to see Victor and um, and Huis work together finally. 
um, it'll be pretty cool to see that how that works out. But nothing crazy. I don't I don't really have a whole ton to say. It was a big old action chapter uh, where everybody showed out their stuff. Uh, so excited for the next one. Um, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Mm. I thought it was really cool. Uh, a lot of action happened. We got to see some of these other negators showcase their abilities and, you know, use them again from the past. I still don't remember who that female was. Who? But I, I didn't see, there was a female that was with decrease, undecreased before. Oh, yeah, I don't know. No, maybe what that was was God in the background. No. I have no idea yeah. what that situation was. But, um... Yeah, I, I like this chapter. They, like I said, they did a good job with showing everybody off and also showing how mighty the sun god is and how petty both uh, Luna and the sun god are. That this is all just some some game to them. Some game. And God constantly, like, wins or he they just keeps resetting, right? So yeah, he never he wins. Just, he just keeps winning i don't know what constitutes an actual win for them then do they just play this game till fucking eternity i don't know perhaps maybe that's what it is yeah jojo (laughs) that's for unburn yeah um i don't i don't really have much else to say though um are you all uh wrapped up yeah, I'm wrapped up. It's a cool chapter. What right. can I say? Well, they tried to kill God. It was shit was lit. But yeah. They didn't. Yeah. That being said, uh, let's bring this one home. Uh, that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, little early edition of the show. Um, you can find me at the Curse Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram. Uh, New Jump City Josh on Twitter, right? Uh, you can follow Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and he plays video games on Twitch dum- sometimes at uh, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, you can email the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter. Uh, you can email the show at uh, New Jump City Pod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Let us know uh, in the uh, in the email or you can comment underneath whatever video you're watching whether it's the full version of the pod or the highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week so check us out on that Brian <laughs> was that you yeah you're back sorry yeah yeah you just came out of nowhere <laughs> over here is <laughs> uh but yeah, do that. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, hit that subscribe. Smash that subscribe button really hard with your full fist. Uh, and uh, hit that bell notification so you guys never miss an upload. Um, you can like the podcast. Please do. That would be super cool. Comment your thoughts on this week's chapter, uh, uh, on this week's manga, your thoughts on the show in general. Uh, and uh, yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. The audio version of the podcast usually goes up first. So if you're, if that's your bag, get into it. Uh, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. And that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. Very excited. Um, but yeah, take care. Stay safe, New Job citizens. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for listening.